0: For $5 a month, we can give you something better than the Lost Woods. We've got what we call the Hidden Feed. That gets you our all-access pass to everything we do behind the scenes and otherwise. Head over to patreon.com slash infendoradio and pledge your $5 today. We put the donkey in Donkey Kong. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello,
1: hello, hello, hello! It's time for Infendo Radio. Um, I have Justin and Lucas with me tonight. How are you doing this evening, Lucas? And and I'm, the ghost of Steve. I'm doing
2: <laughs> just fine. As we said to all of our live listeners, you guys don't need to worry. Steve is definitely, definitely not murdered and is definitely still alive. So, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, this is true. This is very true. These are true um,
2: facts we... that are being stated right now on the record. For any government officials that might be listening, we definitely, didn't kill our friend.
1: Uh-huh, Steve is definitely not in an urn right now. We definitely didn't cut off his finger so we can still have access to his iTunes library. Um, Justin, how are you doing
3: tonight? Um, good. Hopefully, this is the first sound you're hearing from us, from hearing from me, and not the hiccup I had during the intro. Oh, I heard <laughs> the hiccup. <laughs> well if eugene is doing his editing job no one else will so
2: oh, he's gonna do his editing job by letting it in and making
1: it louder. <laughs> oh thank you everybody for joining us tonight thank you uh steven for well you're not dead but you're not here but you know we still love you um he'll probably be back next week he had some stuff to take care of this week unfortunately so yeah we're here but that's fine because we're ready to do an awesome show for you tonight before we get too far though we want to make sure that we thank all of our executive producers who brought the show to you tonight so thank you minus 64 thank you phantom thank you slacker monkey and thank you to our two executive producers andrew searson and the brianosaurus we really appreciate your support all right well we will be right back we're going to take a little break and we'll be back on the other side with a little change the system
0: do you want a really easy way to get a hold of us all you've got to do is go to infendo.com and you can see everything we're up to and get links to everywhere to find us Alright,
1: we're back It's time to talk about some of the games we've been playing Sometimes we talk about news and change the system But I don't really think we are going to talk about news this week Because I personally have been playing more games this week than I have in a long time So that's pretty much all I want to talk about, quite honestly Um, Justin, we're going to let you go first Because I think Lucas and my games are going to overlap slightly There will be some overlap. Yeah, so why don't you go ahead and kick us off
3: all right, well, we'll start off with the games that I am currently, I mean, I have been playing. Let me just set that down. Um, uh, I've been playing Animal Crossing New Horizons and Red Dead Redemption. Moving on from there... Um, I did want to since we do typically talk about news during this section. Did want to update um a, some news that we discussed last week. Um I found out a little bit more information on the Game Gear Micro that's supposed to be coming out this fall. It is shite. Um <laughs> Yay! So instead of releasing one unit that has you know 20 or so games on it they're for you know 50 60 70 bucks they're Are releasing they game and watching it four units each with four different games on Dumb. them each for 50 dollars Oh that's a lot of money So that's 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 going to be a big unless somebody figures out how to that hack was- it
2: that was and so bad, Justin just turned Italian.
3: That's <laughs> not going to be a big, yeah, that's gonna a big be a, no from me. Yeah, that's going to be a big no from me. And <laughs> unless somebody figures out how to hack these things so that you can put 20, 30, 50 games uh, on it. I don't um, even know yeah.
1: still. Have you seen the images of those things? Like, literally, the screen is like an inch, like 1.1
3: inch or something. It's like a quarter size, man. Like, how are you going to yeah, play Sonic on a quarter? That's the other thing. Like, at first I was like, well, you know, if it's the size of the Game Boy Micro, that was actually a decent little pocket-sized sure. unit. It's, it's smaller, smaller than that. Yeah. It's smaller well, than the Game Boy Micro, which I, itself was just barely usable.
2: I guess Sega is proving that one needs practice when they want to just dive back <laughs> into the console industry <laughs> after, like, you know, 20 years of not doing anything with it. Which They've is funny because to make them.
3: Their, their Genesis mini console was good. Like, mm-hmm. like I, I proudly have that set up next to my Super NES Classic, so, you know, you, I thought that they would apply the same, like, I think they even, like, tapped the same, some of the same people who worked on the NES, Super NES Classic, but, um, yeah, I mean, they, in typical Sega fashion, they took a great idea and said, how can we make this worse, more expensive, and less convenient they for the consumer? screwed the pooch! Yeah, this this is this is like they're they're totally 32xing this thing. Oh my um, god, right? <laughs> but uh, so I will be carefully watching the hacking scene on this, and if you somebody figures out how by- to. Yeah, somebody's exactly.
1: gonna gonna hack that. You know somebody's gonna hack it.
3: If there's enough room on that thing to put all the games that I want on it, I'll still end up buying one, hacking it, throwing the games I actually want on it, and right. not carrying that around with me. But um, I feel like I'm-
2: the the odds
3: of you not getting
2: this, with what you've just said, are like almost zero percent like someone will hack it you will be able to put the games on it and in like six months you will own this thing i also
1: have a feeling though that six months after this thing releases you're gonna see it just kind of like the playstation classic or whatever they called it like bought bargain bin you know like i think that's where that's gonna be yeah maybe get it cheap
3: i bought both my genesis and playstation classics at discounted prices like 40 bucks each so
2: and I think there's actually a market for this kind of stuff, because there are people like me who grew up toward the end of like these systems being a thing. So, like, you know, I got a Game Boy when I was, like, three years old as a, as a Christmas present. Thanks, Mom and Dad. But um, I never had, like, a Game Gear or anything like that. I never owned any of the Sega systems. So, like, especially for the handhelds, like, imagine being able to buy, like, a a DS with all the games built into it. Or a Game Gear with all the games built into it. Or a Game Boy Advance or whatever old system yeah. you want to talk it about. It seems like, even there's more... there's a market there for that. It
3: I seems think. even more practical than the mini consoles, honestly. Like, i got... For, um, for Christmas, I got my older son a. It, it was one of the At Games ones, but it was a portable Genesis. Um, again, it was by At Games, so the emulation was crap. But you know, he didn't. You know, he was five years old, so I was he gonna didn't say he doesn't know different. the difference. And 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 those were neat little systems. I mean, they had six buttons on them. You could. Um, add ROMs to an SD card and play off of that, so I gave him, you know, a whole bunch of games that he would be interested in that weren't already installed, but um, it's funny, you know, you take two steps forward and one step back, they got the the emulation down and and the hardware down, but, you know, they're just gonna screw up the marketing of it. Anyway what i'm nervous about
2: is um when the n64 mini comes out cuz i'm going to want that cuz that was like the, the i was 7 or 8 years old when the n64 was the thing like that was my first childhood system that was mine not my dad's right but i really want to play the n64 games on my switch so it's like Am I gonna get this thing for like fifty bucks and have some games that I have to plug into a TV? Or am I gonna wait and trust for Nintendo to start releasing N64 games in another like eight months? Like what's the you know, what is what does
3: Lucas do? What is the I will be doing both because even though I can play a lot of these games on the Switch, I still love having the mini consoles.
2: Yeah, see I just know that if I get like the N64 Mini, and then the N64, like, eShop, as it were, comes out, the virtual console, I'm never gonna touch the Mini, like, ever. And then it's just a waste of 50 bucks. So I think I have to wait, and y- you know it's gonna happen, right? You know there's gonna be a virtual console for the N64. There has God, to God, I hope so. I hope so, so. we'll see. That said, maybe buy two so I can buy one off of you <laughs> and <become> incredibly rare. <laughs> Shoot. Well, but, uh, I yeah, guess that's so a good
1: bes- point, to, a good place to change into the games you've been playing, Justin. Have you been playing
3: anything besides
1: your two aforementioned games?
3: Uh, not yet, although there are some pretty sweet deals going on in the eShop right now. Last night, I uh, bought... <laughs> the Dragon's Lair Trilogy, which is a collection of Dragon's Lair, Dragon's Lair 2, and Space Ace. Those so, were those um,
2: ones that were, like, decision games, right? Like yeah, they were, like, Don Don Bluth
3: animated, full-motion video, Laserdisc-based. Basically, you watch five seconds of a movie and press a button to, you know, continue. Um, so, I'm excited to finally, you know, play through those. I've played them a bit, but I've never actually, you know, gotten anywhere in them, because I've never owned them long enough to memorize the patterns. Mm. But, uh, so I'll probably be giving that a try soon. Um, uh, besides that, I don't think, I've, I played some Super Mario Party with my kids, um, well, with my older son, anyway, uh, last week, so that was nice to finally get to play that again. Sure. Um, and I have a new system on or a new game on my Xbox one that I haven't even booted up. It's been on there for a few weeks but I ain't touching nothing until I'm done with the with the uh, Red Dead Redemption saga so
1: So in another month I guess we'll hear from some new games from you Well I oh think no, I'm about it's a gonna third... be more than a month.
3: <laughs> oh no I'm, a, I'm already a third of the way through Red Dead Redemption One. Oh, wow. So Are you planning
1: on doing Red... Wait.
3: Red Dead Revolver? Revolver? Um, I do want to play that. Um, It has no, like, story ties to the other two games, other than, like, you know, they'll make casual references to it in mm-hmm. the other games. Um, like, I know if you uh, sit at a campfire in Red Dead Redemption 1, every once in a while, the people will talk about you know, the character from uh, Red Dead Revolver and basically tell his story, but um, besides that, there's no tie I do want to play it. I do have it. I've played a little bit of it. Never played it all the way through, so I will do that, but that'll be kind of a, you know, backburner game. Um, the game I did get was... Crap. I don't remember the name of it. It was. It's one of the open world space... Games, um, event is it the, is something the, or the, other. Are you talking about uh, Outer Worlds? No, 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 no. This is like a space. It's similar to like a No Man's Sky sort of game, but it's a little event more action Horizon? oriented. Is it Event Horizon? No, I'm just throwing stuff you out. there. Tell us. <laughs> um, anyway, I have that. I haven't played it yet. It it was on my it was on my radar from a video I watched of best open-world games and it was on sale so I bought it so I'll be looking into that when I'm done with Red Dead again but um yeah it's pretty much been Red Dead and Animal Crossing for the past week so
1: there well it's not Event Horizon because I just looked it up and that's the bad 1997 movie
3: um yeah I didn't think I didn't think that was (laughs) it maybe Horizon no, I don't know. I'll, uh, I'll find sure, the name of it somewhere.
2: I'm sure we can find that name and discuss it when you're actually playing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> sure. Well, speaking of what you're playing, Lucas, I know you've been pining at the, at the... He'll tell us what you've been playing, so tell me. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Tell me.
2: Yeah, I've been playing some games this week. Uh, this week, yeah. Um, I've been playing a lot of games this week, but I know the first one we have is going to kind of bleed through, so let's get that out of the way first. Bug Fables is good. Elite
3: Dangerous.
2: Gotcha. That's the name of it. <laughs> Elite thanks, Dangerous. Thanks for not I'm interrupting
1: the show with that new with that game
3: title. No, Bug. <laughs> bug,
2: bug Fables bug is good. F- bug Fables is really good. Um, you guys so are telling,
3: really enticing me on this one. It's so good, you I get it, man. Get it.
2: I finally have my Switch game. That I've always been pining for that one where it's like I I want a reason to look back on the Switch and say that was the game that you know sold old Lukey it's it's Bug Fables man oh it's good it 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 is Paper Mario it's a Paper Mario game right it's Um, it's unashamedly Paper
1: Mario as well that's kind of what I like about it
2: it, it doesn't It doesn't try to hide it. It really doesn't try to do much different. There are a few differences. There's mechanics, but nothing that you wouldn't expect in like a future Paper Mario game. Like um, you can pass your turn to another um, ally that you're fighting with so that ally can get two turns but the trade-off for that is that they deal one less attack. The attacker in the front deals more damage. The person in the back takes less damage so there's right. some strategy to it. But it's got all the staples of a Paper Mario game from the writing to the visuals to um like the badge system, the way the attacks work, mm-hmm. the timed hits. Even the timed hits that you do are like the exact same formula yep. from other characters, right? Yep. Like um V, the the B, the the attack that she does where it's like it lights up the meters and you yep. have to press the meters and that's like straight out of Thousand Year Door. Yeah, and it's oh god, it's just so good. It feels like what they worked on in between Paper Mario and Paper Mario. Like I
1: was, and I'll tell you, I was a little bit unsure at first about it because I was like, okay, it very yeah. much is just Paper Mario. But then when I got to, and it's this is very early on, I got to an enemy where I had to use, um, and I forget the Beatles name, but I had to use the Beatles attack Cat. to like flip... Yep, to flip the enemy before I attacked it. So I then was like, you
2: could attack it with V because V can't flip enemies. And I yeah, am V can attack airborne enemies. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm now. all in. I was all in. <laughs> and now is the part where you're listening to the show, Mr. Longtime Listener. Because let's be real, we don't have any women who listen to this show yet that we're aware of. Comment in our Twitch stream and let us know. But um. But, no, now's the part where if you listen to the show for a long time, you go, Well, you're the same guy who badmouthed mouthed Oceanhorn for being a Legend of Zelda knockoff. Why the sudden love for BUG FABLES? And I will tell you that well, yes, this game is a shameless knockoff of Paper Mario, the difference here is that Oceanhorn is knocking off a series that is still running strong and making game after game after game. Bug Fables is picking up the slack for a company that hasn't made a decent version of its game in like sixteen years. Like I was hungry for this man and it feels so good. Yeah. Like it childhood is- it, I'm 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 weirdly nostalgic for this game that I've never played before. Mm-hmm, like, uh oh. mm-hmm. I love it. So I I'm, I am I'm so happy.
1: I'm so far in love with this game that I ended up putting it down after about five hours because I was afraid that I was going to beat it too fast. You know, that's how. That's where I am at with this type of game. You know, I, I just oh god. It's Apparently, so
3: it's a pretty lengthy game. So yeah, it's like
2: 25 yeah. to 40 hours they say. Um, but this game, um, it has become like an inspiration source for me when it's like a long weekend and I'm working on my game over and over again. Um, but it it gets tiring, right? And I need to take breaks, like, mentally just all of that, like, problem-solving is exhausting. So I'll switch on Bug Fables for an hour, and I'll play that. And it's like a cleanse. Like, I I play it, and it's like having a salad in between a few meals. Like, all of a sudden, I'm just refreshed, and I'm ready to work again, and I have all these new ideas for stuff I want to put in my game, because, like, Paper Mario has been such a huge source of inspiration for me that playing this game is reminding me of all of like the best parts of that gameplay. So I I, I love this game, man. It's real good. Yeah, um, I I do, I do too. You if said I, have,
1: I don't know if you already mentioned this, but you mentioned you said to me privately, you're like this very well could be your game of the year. You know, like that's how much you're loving it. So I
2: I expect it to be unless something else really good comes out. Yeah. If I had to raise a complaint, and I'm I'm nitpicking at this point, but if I had to raise a complaint. I think my biggest complaint would be the environments are a little boring so far. Um, I'm excited to see what the Bee Kingdom looks like. That's where I'm headed now that I've done the first two dungeons. Mm-hmm. But um, the first area, I like I like Bulgaria, the town. It's cute. Yeah. Um, the first dungeon was basically just a cave, so that was kind of boring. Mm-hmm. The second area is, and I don't want to like, spoil you here. But the second area is called, like, the Golden Hills or the Golden Plains or something. And it's just kind of, like, a summery, mild, sure. autumny kind of, like, plain area with a couple of mountains and cliffs and stuff to explore. Nothing nothing as memorable as, like, the Dry Dry Desert or, you know, the, the Boo Mansion from Paper oh, Mario yeah. or Shy oh, Guy's God, Toy yeah. Box. But Shy I'm, Guy's Toy Box was one of my curious favorites, oh to my my see how that. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm curious to see how it changes as it goes. Um, It's got, like, side quests, and those are hilarious. I was telling you about one I did where... Mm -hmm. um there's one where you have to rent an inn, a night at the inn and leave a review. Um, there's one where you enter, like, to be part of, like, an actor's group, and you have to, like, go up on stage and battle as part of the performance. Right. It's just, it's really well done. So
1: Yeah, I, I'm yeah. enjoying my time um, with this game as well. Like, I, I'm going to cut in here and just talk about my experience with it just a bit.
2: Please um, do, because after that, I'm just going to talk about my other games, because I can't gush anymore. <laughs> Fair.
1: Yeah, idea. I... I, I am having a really great time with this game as well. In the um, like you said, I. I'm just getting the best Paper Mario vibes out of this game in all of the best ways like the attacks just feel right Like even you can you know you can block incoming attacks just like you could in you know Paper Mario that type of thing So I I would say though that the thing that's keeping me around in this game more than anything else more than the game Mechanics the art style anything else is the humor because I am just enjoying the hell out of like the bug puns and everything that are Just all throughout you talk to any Every character and there's something like, you know, buggy, bug punny in in what they're saying or their name or, you know, whatever...
2: And the designs, right? Like, yeah, like, there's all these different races of bugs, like roaches and moths and mosquitoes and ladybugs. Yeah, right. Like, the ladybugs are wearing like cloaks that have ladybug patterns on them. The moths are all like slender and beautiful, and they've got these like long robes. It's just, yeah, it's
1: yeah. Boring. No, I've I've I love this game so much that I'm starting to like role play it a little bit. Like, I know I wish that that maybe that is one gripe. I wish I could like rename what my character or rename my my party or whatever. So I've started calling my regular RPG. Yeah, right. I, and I don't know if I get a regular ant, but I'm. I call the dude with a horn. His name is Anton. I I feel like he's a black guy, and um, I feel like he should be an ant. <laughs> But if I do get an ant in my party, then his name will be Anton, and then I'm gonna have to k- come up with another name for Horn Dude. But, um, n- dude, like, ah, it's just so good. It just everything about this game feels really good, except for the fact that that it's yeah. not made by Nintendo, right? Like, it feels like this should have Mario characters in it, and and that's fine. Like, I'll, I'm gonna grow to lo- lo- love V and you know everybody else, but.
2: I, I think that's where we are, though, right? And I kind of talked about this last time. Like the guys who did like the original stuff for Nintendo, I think a lot of them have moved on, and mm-hmm. it's it's nice to see that there are games that kind of replace what's been missing. I think for so long. Sure. And speaking of replacing what's been missing, I have a transition to another game. If we were done talking about, yeah, hit tables. it. Um, ukulele and the impossible lair. Is a game
1: that that is not the transition I was expecting
3: you to go to. I really need to play more of that game.
2: So, um,. I've been watching a lot of a YouTube channel that I just discovered, um, Cat Icarus, who I have very much been enjoying. Proper British chap who just comes out and goes nuts for 30 to 40 minutes talking about video games. As you and, do. Um, I've watched a lot of his reviews, and it's gotten me into a lot of games. Like, uh, uh, well, I'll talk more about that one in a second. But Ukulele and the Impossible Lair is um, a game that I kind of didn't give much attention to when it first came out. Because it looked very tropical freeze, and Donkey Kong Country Returns and Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze are good, but they're not Donkey Kong Country. Ukulele and the Impossible Lair isn't Donkey Kong Country either, but it's a lot closer in a lot of important ways. Um, It's Hmm. still very beautiful, the music is fantastic, but it trades. It trades some of that performance art that the Donkey Kong Country Returns game ha- games had for performance. So it, sure. it plays and it feels a lot more like a traditional Donkey Kong Country. Um, you start out as Yuka and Laylee, and if you take a point of damage, Um, Laylee will fly off of you and fly around in circles, kind of like Baby Mario in Yoshi's Island, and you have a few seconds to grab her back. If you don't grab her back, then you're just playing as Yuka until you find a bell that you ring, which is basically a barrel, to bring Laylee back to you. So it has a lot of that Donkey Kong Country vibe where it's like, okay, I've got two characters, I've got that, like, that locked hit that I can survive, but, you know. Um... A lot of people were going nuts about the overworld and being able to explore it. I don't really like it. I don't really care for it. But once you get in and you actually play the gameplay, it's, it's traditional Donkey Kong Country hard, and I would say traditional Donkey Kong Country good. Um, The the coolest thing about the game, though, is it has this gimmick, the Impossible Lair, that you can access right at the beginning of the game. I'm sure you guys have heard about this before, but it's a a very hard level to get through. It's like a 30-minute gauntlet of Mm -hmm. just imagine Donkey Kong Country for that long. Um, My record right now is 10% completion, but every time you beat a level or find a secret, you get a B guard that protects you from one hit of damage. So when you go back to the Impossible Lair, you can enter it with those B guards, if you so choose, and eventually reach the final boss and beat the game. Hmm, so somebody, it does kind of... A, somebody does, compared
3: it to, like, Hyrule Castle and Breath of the Wild, where you I can go lying, there. I was just going to say, yeah. it does
2: a Breath of the Wild, where you can finish the game as early as you like, if you're skilled enough, hmm. but... You yeah so very interesting gameplay mechanic I think it's really cool the the perfectionist gamer in me really wants to try the run where you don't have any B you know guards to protect you but sure cool game I recommend it I'm gonna it. have to try and that one out because I remember when it
1: first came out Steve got it or somebody got it and Steve we didn't Steve wasn't talk... as big of a fan oh that's what,
2: yeah, yeah
3: we we didn't I got it, it and because... I en- I've enjoyed what I've played of it but. It's kind of one of those. I have so many games. It's lost sure. in the shuffle.
2: Well, and it's a game that you have to kind of commit to, right? Because like I'll go on and I'll play a couple of levels after work, but it's like is this is gonna be a little taxing. Like this is not a this is not a fun, relaxing way to chill. This is like okay, here we go. That's but... like
3: Cuphead for me. Like if oh, I yeah. sit down to play Cuphead, I'm playing it for thirty to sixty minutes, and that's just one level.
2: <laughs> I will, PSA, um, it's on sale if you owned uh, Ukulele on the Switch, so you can get it a little cheaper if you own one, you get the other one a little bit cheaper. That's um, but cool. that's that. I have other games to talk about, and I, I don't want this segment to go too long, so let me kind of rush through these a little bit. But um, I have been playing quite a few games. One of those being Crash Team Racing, which is a game that I started playing with Steve a long time ago. Then about a month in, they announced that there were going to be microtransactions and they kind of screwed over their entire audience and we all kind of lost interest in it. But I've gone back to it and wanted to check out some of the new stuff that's in it. Guys, it is like old school kart racing in like, all the me. right it, ways. D-
1: don't say Donkey Kong or Diddy Kong Racing because that's... It's very much a gonna Diddy Kong make Racing me... kind of game.
2: <sighs> It, it feels like this missing piece of a Triforce that I didn't <laughs> know was there of Diddy Kong Racing, Mario Kart 64, and um, crash, crash Racing. Sure. There's, there's all these, like, there's a hub world to explore, a very small hub world, not quite Diddy Kong Racing style, but there's this hub world with all these different areas that bring you to different levels. There's coin challenges, there's timed challenges to complete in the story mode. There are hidden, literal hidden Easter eggs that if you get all five of them, you can play as a chicken. Um, I'm working <laughs> on one right now where if you break the secret crate in every level, you get to play as a crate. Oh, there's God. a character, a penguin you can only unlock with a cheat code. And there's, like, 50 playable characters. Um, now, unfortunately, they are all hidden behind paywalls that can be completely opened up by playing the game yourself. About like 10 races online, and you're good to unlock another character. But the unlock ability of a character changes daily because there are also microtransactions. And you oh wait, wait, to wait, wait! For so all your stuff. you
1: can't unlock like every character every day. it's like shuffles.
2: You can unlock a character as often as you have coins for, but it's random which one you're... Well, you know know which one you're buying, but which one shows up in the shop is random because Activision sucks. I did not like that. It's really unfortunate. It's really unfortunate. Um, If you can get around the shady business aspect of it, the core game is so good. Mm -hmm. So I would recommend it with a word of warning. I wonder um, if
1: I could find that game, like, a cartridge version of it and then, like, not download the update or whatever? Because you said that this, the microtransaction came after the fact, right?
2: They did, yeah, that is a thing. Although, you probably have to be online to play it because it's an Activision game, so they probably force, like... No, you can play offline, but I think it, like, auto-logs you. It'd be rough. You could try it and see. (laughs) Yeah, it's just... I mean, I'm sure if you disconnected
3: from the internet, it would still let you, like, boot up and play the game, but you'd have to do that every time.
2: Well, and that's the problem, though, right? Because um, this was a really good game, and the the controversy behind it was there were no microtransactions when it launched. They still had the store model, and you could still use the coins to Mm -hmm. buy specific items in a store that changed daily, right? But, um... But yeah, they they added it after the fact, after everybody had already given positive reviews and it was it was shady and it was kind of nasty. Mm-hmm. It really wasn't a good was gross. On their part. So. Yeah, it is gross and it makes me trust Activision a lot less as a, uh, you know, as a customer.
3: But it's all that said, I feel, kind of how I feel about what they've done with Mortal Kombat and how they microtransactioned exactly, the crap out of that It's franchise. exactly
2: the same as Mortal Kombat. All that aside, you know, if you can look past the scummy surface, there's a lot of good underneath it. So I would recommend it, but just know what you're getting into, you know. Mm -hmm. Don't play it if you're, like, addicted to spending money. Um, And the last game I want to talk about real quick is Minecraft Dungeons. Basically Diablo, but cute and not as hard. Steve and I have been playing that late at night when we have nothing to do but toss and turn. Um, It's fun. It's a really fun game much more fun with other players sure um would not be nearly as much fun if we didn't have each other to play it but it's fun enough that i kind of want to try diablo now and i have no interest in diablo yeah Yeah. i have i had no interest in it before this game because like i I like the cutesy and the cartoony stuff right and Diablo's really like demons in head but like i don't know it I I like the gameplay, so I have a feeling I'd like Diablo, too, because it's just like more complicated Minecraft dungeons, so. And that's about it from me, so Eugene, please, take us home. All right,
1: well then, I guess it's time to talk about the game... Well, we talked about one of the games I've been playing. So, Bug Fables, great game, already talked about it, don't need to say anything more than that. Probably have more to say about it, um, you know, later on, but the game that I do want to talk about is Clubhouse Games because that came out last week I was not expecting to get it actually um, but I did and it's really 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 fun so we um, bought it and we were just kind of looking in the eShop and Heather and I and we decided to get it on a whim because you know, you can actually download an additional app on a second Switch to play many of the games, um, you know, with two Switches. So, you know, yeah, we were playing cards together, like we were playing like, you know, spades, like all kinds of fun stuff. There's like, a, there's even like bowling that you can play, like, it, it's really fun. I have to say that um, I, it, it's bringing back a lot of memories of Clubhouse games on the DS, because I had a lot of fun with that as well. It, yeah, I mean, if you're just looking for a good time, Clubhouse Games is the way to go. It's got a lot of... Um just like you know your basic standard card games, a lot of board games that you're used to, like parcheesi is in there. It's not called parcheesi, but you know, basically parcheesi. There's yahtzees in there. It's I think that one's called like yacht dice or something like that. It, but you know, all of the all of the old standbys are in there. It, it's so fun, guys. I I would say though that if you don't have anybody to play with, probably don't get it because like I don't know that I would have fun. That's where I'm at yeah i don't know that i would have fun playing this like by myself necessarily but when i could bust out my switch and just put it on the bed while we're watching like you know tv in the background and like you know playing playing yacht dice it's fun right because like we can bear, be half paying attention and then it has like touch screen controls as well right so like i could just like you know roll my dice and like okay i want to put my numbers here and yeah no it's it's good time i like it a lot um, so, yeah, that is Clubhouse Games. Um, it does have online play. I'm guessing okay. I was just gonna ask that. <laughs> it, do- it does have online play. I haven't tried that yet, but apparently it works really well. So, like, you can play online with, um, well, you know, with, a- with randoms or with your friends type of thing. So, I think with randoms, actually. I guess I'm not 100% sure on that one. But, yeah, that's, uh, Clubhouse Games. I, I... A lot of fun. A lot, a lot of fun. And that's really all I've been playing, honestly. So I don't think you guys want to hear me talking about Pokemon Go any longer. If you want to see my shinies, I can show you. But um, other than that, I think it's time to take a little break and we'll be back on the other side with the question block.
0: Are you a member of our Discord yet? You should be, because that's where you ask your questions for the question block segment now. Get there through infendo.com.
1: And we're back. So it's time for a mini game, and it's time for, um, I guess, us to play, me and Justin to play against each other, because Lucas will be hosting tonight, so I'm going to toss it over to him.
2: You're absolutely correct. I will be hosting tonight. Today we will be playing what has quickly become my favorite game on the show. (laughs) Maybe not yours. Send your hate mail to our Twitter account. (laughs) Um, We are going to be playing bad game descriptions, which means I get to read some games that have really weird descriptions, and you guys have to try to piece together the information in those descriptions to tell me how much the game sells for on the eShop. Gentlemen, are you both ready?
3: Oh, I'm ready. I' Ready as I ever am with this right. game. Fantastic!
2: <laughs> Let's get right into it, then, and start with round one. Okay. <laughs> This game tells a tale of true love, an emotional action-adventure through the galaxy searching and seeking to free your soulmate. Avara and Avalyn live on Ava planet, a peaceful garden planet. They love each other, but sometimes they argue or do stupid things that hurt. The game starts with a peaceful view of the world, breaks when we see two Avos get angry at each other. Avara walks stomps away to be alone, and very sad. Then Avalin unfortunately gets kidnapped by Stranger in the Spaceship, where Avara starts his journey to search and free his true love. Game features. Classic side-scrolling action, emotional 2D platformer with all the modern parallax effects. Tightly tuned 2D controls. Jump, dash, jetpack, parachute, swim and shoot your way through even the most deadly adversaries. Explore five different planets throughout the galaxy using your spaceship. Meet and battle cute and creepy characters in each unique planet. Enjoy using seven weapons. Seven weapons. Seven <laughs> weapons! Easy for you to From short range pulse gun to Double homing weapons. missile launcher. Kill enemies to collect limon currency. Operate your mind to solve some puzzles. Use Limon Currency to buy items or upgrades for your weapons. Beautiful painted landscapes with extravagant parallax give a unique sense of depth to a side-on world. So gentlemen, you're already aware that, that this itself. game has parallax, but are you aware of how much this game costs on the Nintendo eShop?
1: Okay, so I have to ask. I heard the word avo a lot. Is this like game avocado-based?
2: You are playing as a sentient avocado creature, yes. All right, then it's a 10 out of 10
1: in my book, and I think that this game retails for $25.
2: All right, $25 from Eugene. Justin, how much does this game retail for?
3: I don't have nearly as much confidence in it. Um, Something about the list of features kind of reminded me of back when interactive menus were listed as a special feature on DVDs. Um, So I'm going to go with... Not gonna go quite down as far as five bucks. I'll say ten.
2: All right, so we've got Justin at ten and Eugene at twenty-five, gentlemen. Avacuddle actually.
3: Avacuddle. Oh my god.
2: (laughs) Twelve ninety-nine on the eShop. Congratulations, Justin. You get better
3: at this game. Pretty darn close. That's pretty close.
2: All right. Really should have used my Russian accent on that one because I don't have any more that are as like broken English. As that. But let's move <laughs> right on to the start next. It out game.
3: as broken English, but then once it, it reached once it reached that, it, yeah, it, it just dove right in. Once it reached the parallel, yeah. And
2: I actually kind of, I actually <laughs> kind of tripped over my words too because a a it was very broken, and b it was like light blue on light green for like the background. And oh text, god, so it was very hard to read. Let's move on to a different game that has a nice black background with some white letters for me. Oh, oh, in this game, you play the role of the princess role is spelled with one L (laughs) princess cherry who must advance through six different completely explorable zones, loot chests with crystals that will increase her passive skills in order to advance period. Each zone introduces different elements which must be evaluated in order to be able to advance, to examine how to advance, to examine the behaviors of enemies, and to fight bosses. Key features, two different weapons, new auto-upgrade passive skill system, six different exploration zones with a lot of looting, oh, gosh. hardcore platform-based levels, auto save feature, hardcore fast fight bosses, 8- to 16-bit graphics, and an 8-bit to modern soundtrack.
1: Wait, did you so just gentlemen, say... Eight, you're wait, 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 wait. Did you just say
2: 8-16-bit <laughs> graphics? I said 8- to 16-bit graphics. Eight. I don't know what that means. I
3: think that's what, what we usually refer to as 8-bit plus, where uh, it looks very retro uh, NES, but it does... Like, has effects and colors and stuff that the NES couldn't do?
2: I'm actually kind of looking at it, like, looking at the gameplay screenshots, and it kind of just looks like they got, like, different artists together, and some of them knew how to do 8-bit, and some of them knew how to do 16-bit. Because <laughs> the character is very 8-bit, but the world looks kind of Shovel knight Anyway, gentlemen, you know that this game has six levels. You know that you have two weapons. You know that they don't know how to spell the word roll. But how much does this game, which I am neither claiming is good nor bad, cost on the eShop?
3: I'm going to go with... I mean, I'm there are only two weapons. <laughs> but
2: don't forget, it has autosave.
1: And it has 8 to
3: 16-bit uh, graphics, Justin. Um, I'm going to go with 7 And 99 And, um, well, they very clearly don't know the difference between loot and looting, which <laughs> are very different things. Um, so I don't think they no I, I yeah I think they're trying to shovel something into into our pockets here uh, I'm gonna go with with 299 three bucks
2: okay so we've got 299 from Justin and 799 from Eugene mm-hmm mm-hmm um oh boy you tied. How? <laughs> this game goes for four ninety nine and the reason I chose it is because the name of the
3: game is Recknum. Which <laughs> uh, uh, these these people either have the worst grasp on the English language or the best.
2: <laughs> right. Well, that's that's that. So um so, you guys tied on that one, That's which I think is a miracle. Uh, you, <laughs> Eugene won the first one. Would you guys like to make this double or nothing and yeah, make this last one
3: worth do two it. points? Why not?
2: Okay. Winner take off. Um, oh, oh, okay. Whew, here we go. Last game, guys. Get ready for this. boy. No um, hours of fun. Puzzles move on to the next level with this game, a mix between classic puzzles and a Tetris style dynamic mechanic. Hashtag WomanUp is the hashtag for this program, which dedicates beautiful illustrations and emotive phrases to women on completion of every puzzle. (laughs) Whatever this is, I
3: saw it on the eShop.
2: Senior for adults and junior for children age three plus guarantees hours of entertainment for all. Become an expert and finish the puzzles in the shortest possible time, and you will find yourself among the best in the world on the online leaderboard. You can also play with friends and family in the one-on-one split-screen competitive mode. Your rival won't make it easy for you. Don't give up. Fill an energy bar to perform a counterattack and put them in their place. Get three stars in the 25 puzzles with seven difficulties each. This, this game turned
3: into gives into a ninja turtle.
2: This game gives great replayability. Dot, second dot, no third dot. Remember, without fun, there is no this game. Also, apparently this game only gives um, beautiful illustrations and emotive phrases to women on completion of every puzzle. So I'm real curious for one of you to buy it and tell me what it gives the guys. Um, (laughs) Gentlemen. How much does this game, which is currently causing the hashtag woman up to trend on Twitter, <laughs> selling for on the eShop, when it is at full price? Because it is currently on sale. Whoa, boy. Um,
1: I feel like they spent most of their money on whoever wrote this um, PR freaking propaganda piece that you just read to me. Um,
2: no, I-, I actually want to say something to you about this before you guys start guessing here. The cool thing is, the gameplay mechanic is kind of cool. It's a traditional jigsaw puzzle with like Tetris. So you're placing the pieces like. In oh. The, like that's kind of cool. Okay. But you heard the description. So, you know. Huh. Well,
1: um, I mean, maybe this maybe this game was made by all women or something like that. So maybe
2: they're really trying to play that angle. It or something. very well could be, yeah. and I'm not. I'm not bashing them. I'm I'm not bashing the message. I think the gameplay. I mean, what I'm seeing in still shots looks cool, but I also read you the description. <laughs> so
1: uh, I, okay, I'm gonna go with. <laughs> Two ninety nine. This is a three dollar game, Lucas.
2: All right. So you think women are uh, only worth like what is that? Like one fifteenth of what a man would well, pay you, for a you game? Well, cool, you, you gave me a lot. You gave me a lot of. Justin, how much would you go for?
3: <laughs> well, thus far, I'm not finding where hashtag #womanup is trending. Not not saying it shouldn't be. I'm just saying it ain't. Um, Justin. <laughs> How valuable are women for you?
2: More or less than Eugene?
3: I didn't hear what Eugene said. I I think I saw this in the eShop, and I think my first thought was is this a remake of Bubble Bath Babes? Oh, um God. So I'm going to I'm a, I'm going to go with 9.99 I think is where I saw it, but I could be way off.
2: So 9.99 and 2.99. All right. Well, gentlemen, Um, First, let me just say that I have a lot to report on this. Um, Justin, you did win by getting marginally closer than Eugene. (laughs) Um, This game normally retails for $6.19 on the eShop, which is a weird price. Um, It is currently... 21% Twenty-one percent off, which I don't know why that's what they chose to discount it at. Meaning that right now you can buy this game for four dollars and eighty-nine cents. That's so weird. Um, if anybody out there, if anybody out there is a man and wants to tell me what you get, <laughs> if in any of lieu our of, listeners
3: are men, any in, of lieu, you, of, in <laughs> lieu of in lieu of motivational hand,
2: phrases and gorgeous illustrations when you beat the game, please tell me because you can buy this game, which is called hashtag Woman Up. Super Puzzles Dream. So, congratulations. Oh, Justin won. Um. (laughs) We
1: did it. We did it. Um, all right. Well, I guess that yeah. means yeah. that it's time yeah. to move on to the question yeah. block. We only have one question this week, um, and that's okay. So we have a lovely listener by the name of Schlack Schlacky Monkey. No, that's <laughs> his name, Schlacky Monkey. He asks, um, "What licensed character do you want to star in a modern game, and in
2: what genre?" Um, What's well. this character? Do I want to star in a modern game in what genre? Spider-Man and Spider-Man for the PlayStation 4. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I, I would play that on the uh, Switch. We have to think this one through. I feel like I every week. I buy that week, for a dollar. I feel like every week when we get these questions, it's like wish fulfillment for us, right? And we get sure. to say, like, in a perfect world, I want Lando Calrissian in a Star Wars racing game. You know, it's like it's just it's it's fun. It's fun that we get to do this. You light, know, I laughed,
3: mode. but then I thought that actually sounds pretty fun. Because, <laughs> I mean, yeah. The right. well, Falcon well, you guys Falcon is are... the fastest hunk of junk in the galaxy. I actually well, have an answer. Thinking, oh, you bet. Been... Okay, good. Because I don't. <laughs>
1: okay. I have an answer, but it's probably going to steal Justin's answer because every time we have a question like this, the answer is I want James Bond or Goldeneye, something like that, to come on the Switch, right? Like, God, damn a party <laughs> game. Party,
2: party game, right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, 007 Bash.
1: Attack. Give me, give me, in an ideal world, I would take a GoldenEye remake with like, you know, some beefed up graphics, maybe like a, a la Xbox 360 era type of thing, you know, but with online play. That's what that game needs. And then the ability for the developer to, you know, add map packs. So then maybe they can start. I don't know, throwing in the perfect dark maps or something like that, and then
3: I don't know that maybe oh, like the opposite it. of what they did with perfect dark. <laughs> yeah, where there was the, the faculty. Yeah, the exactly. Golden Eye. Yeah. So um. I've... Well. Okay. Go ahead. Damn you, Eugene! Because that was my answer. I knew it was gonna be James Bond in a first-person shooter. Um. So I'm going to go with. Um. Uh, my generic avatar character, or whatever, in an open-world mini-game collection set in a Disney park or resort, not unlike the Connect Disneyland Adventures on the Xbox 360 or its re-release, Simply Connect or Simply Disneyland Adventures on the Xbox One. Um,
2: or Universal Studios starring Woody Woodpecker on the GameCube.
3: Sure, but not really. Um, <laughs> I would love to see, especially with you know Microsoft and 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 Nintendo having been friendly with each other. I don't know if that's still going on, but I would like to see a dual release. That would probably do better on the Switch, honestly. But. Um, i know that was an xbox exclusive and produced by microsoft game studios but i would like to see a sequel to that that encompasses all of walt disney world or all of the disney parks or whatever and basically this be the same thing an open world um exploration of the parks with mini games for all the attractions
1: so i guess the licensed character you want is mickey mouse
3: yeah, well, I mean, the thing about Disneyland Adventures is you don't play as a licensed character, you meet the licensed characters, so, I mean, it kind of works. There. You, you took my answer, so you put me on the spot, <laughs> I had to pull something out of my ass in a matter of ten seconds, that's what popped in my head.
1: Well, Lucas has had many a ten seconds, if so it... <laughs> I'm ready to hear what is on his mind.
2: I have a dream game for this series, um... So about 10 years ago there was this cartoon on Cartoon Network that did pretty well called Adventure Time. And um, it was v- it had a very like well thought out world that would have been a lot of fun to explore. It's and they've had a show. my kids they have have watching had, it. They've had a number of um, games that have come out, but none of them have been Good. Really spot on what I want. Mm-hmm. I want Nintendo to design a Legend of Zelda-style Adventure Time game. Like I want, I want Nintendo to make it. I want it to play and feel and act like a Legend of Zelda game, but I want it to take place in and incorporate just everything Adventure Time, but and it what- would be. What Super. kind of
1: Legend of Zelda game at this point? Because we're—I like, I feel Ocarina like there's like time, four types now:
2: Ocarina of Time, Wind Waker, Twilight okay. Princess, a good 3D Zelda game. Um, I, I would freaking love that. I mean, it's—it's—it would be so much fun to be able to like properly explore that world, and there's so much world to explore. So, just throw that in there for me give me like seven or eight dungeons give me different places to go to give me a nice story written by the
3: original writers and like you know, you know that you now that up. you mention it that is a good um franchise to do a zelda clone in it would be a
2: fantastic one for a zelda clone um they have a jake could games. be
3: your navi yeah,
2: they have a they have a few games that are out, but there's just nothing quite like that, you know. So it would be it would be a lot of fun. I would love that. But unfortunately, the show is over. They've released a number of games. None of them have really tried to. The, the best one, in my opinion, was the first one, which was done by Way Forward, which was kind of a Zelda two clone. But even that wasn't that great. So it, it's kind of one of those issues where you're dealing with like a lower audience for entry even though it appealed to like all ages it was definitely made with younger kids in mind and you kind of mix that with the fact that the show is over now and they never had a big budget for something like that so it's it's definitely a dream game but i would like that a lot
1: awesome well good deal Well, thank you, Slacker Monkey, for giving us a question this week. Thank you, everybody, who listened to the show this week, because we're just about towards the end. So I think we're about to get out of here. Before we do, though, we're going to tell everybody where they can find us this week and every other week online. You can find me, at Infendo Eugene. Make sure that you go to infendo.com to find you know, Infendo's Discord, and Steve's Discord actually lives there too. Just go under the Community tab, you can find that, Um, and all the other fun stuff. Actually, this week we've been starting to post um, little segments of this live show on Infendo.com, so if you're into that, let us know. If you're not into that, like, I guess, tell us that too, but you'll make me sad. Um, And yeah, I guess that's about it, so go check out all the stuff. Justin, where can the people find you this week?
3: you can find me on twitter at infendo justin um also follow my disney world open world mini games on twitter at utilidork and at its um long overdue for an update website utilidork.com
1: good deal well lucas where can the people find you this week
2: the people can find me at my website, which is Chromatic Q, where I occasionally, but not recently, post updates about the game I've been working on. They can also occasionally, but not often, find me on my YouTube channel, which is Lucas Peace, or they can occasionally, but not often, find me on my Twitter, which is at Chromatic Q. And oh, and you can also find me on my other podcast. I just say behind uh, Justin and. Justin and Eugene's back, which is called Hyper Voice. Episode 13 just dropped, and we're talking about all the stuff that's coming out in Pokemon Sword and Shield DLC next week. Is it so next week? Oh, my God. I still... It is, it oh, is no. the 17th? It's oh, the 17th. Oh, man.
3: I got yeah. all these great sales, and I was waiting for the DLC to get Sword and Shield, and I just uh, I don't want to spend... $100, $200 and, on the And, oh, shop. my God,
2: guys, a lot is coming out. Like, we go over, like, all, like literally, like, go listen to the show because we go over all of it. We're on Spreaker.com um, slash Hyper Voice. But, like, the, the legendary birds and their typing and everything. There's new Reggie's, Reggie Elec and Reggie uh, Drago or whatever. Um, Yeah, there are a 100 and I think like 79 confirmed returning Pokemon so far, and a lot of them are good ones, like Scissor's back, Skarmory's back, Kangaskhan is back, so like, yeah, go check out that episode, we have a lot to inform you on.
1: Awesome, good deal. Well, and we talked about Steve, but go follow him as well, we already mentioned his Discord, you can follow at infendo.com, but I believe his Twitter is at Gentis1 if I remember correctly, and then uh, you can follow all of his happenings there. But if that is that, we are going to get out of here tonight. So thank you for everybody. We will see you later on. Get out there. Go vote. Be safe. If you're protesting, be safe. Um, We love you. Catch you
2: all next week. Stay inside unless you're doing something for social justice, (laughs) in which case just... Please wear a mask, and also remember that some of these small business owners have spent most of their lives (laughs) developing their businesses, so please don't
0: loot, but peaceful protests are fine! I love producing stuff, but I'm really lazy. The easiest way to produce something really cool that you get your name on is to head over to patreon.com slash radio and give us $10 a month. We'll even say your name once a week instead of once a month.